Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Tuesday afternoon. What a night we had last night of sports viewing. I mean, you had a really good Monday night football game. You had a game seven that had a lot of Padres and San Diego connections to it. So we'll get to all of it as we get started. Hey, I want to first mention our newest sponsor on the show. And this is a big time partner for our show. And we really want you guys to get involved. And I've already heard from a lot of people going, hey, what's the website? How do I do it? A couple of things. For those of you that are just getting with us, hit the prize picks QR code. Alex is putting it up on the screen right now. That will take you directly to our website, which is prizepicks.com slash great friends. You put in up to $100, they will match 100%. So you'll start your account with 200 bucks. Now wait, tonight is the tip-off of the NBA basketball season. You want a really, really easy win? Prize Picks is making this as easy as possible for you. Check this out. Alex, put this up on the screen for everybody. Let's talk about this, you and me. Do you suppose tonight that Steph Curry will score a point? You think? Me? Yeah, it wasn't really rhetorical. It was out. Oh yeah, yeah. I, because it's so ridiculous that it is rhetorical. Of course, he's going to score a point tonight. Right. So Steph Curry tonight and Golden State—they're playing Phoenix to tip off the season, right? So it's you know yes. you got KD on the other side and that whole star-studded lineup, and you've got you got Steph Curry. He's going to score thirty-five points tonight. Put that back up on the screen for a second. If he scores half a point, presumably he's going to score more. Physically impossible. That's your first win. That they're giving this to you as like a promotion. And you're so, only, bro, you're only required to do two picks per card. So you just right. got to find another pick. That's your you that's your easy win. That's your easy win. Use our QR code right there for prize picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Sign up for an account. Put in a hundred bucks. They'll match the hundred bucks, the one-time match, and uh, and we are off and running. So do that because that is going to really help the show, and we're going to have a lot of fun playing prize picks on the show. Scott, okay. you should say you should say um, it doesn't have to be a hundred bucks. Oh right, it could be twenty yeah, yeah. bucks. They'll they'll match it up to a hundred bucks. Right, you could put in ten bucks. They'll put in ten bucks. You put in fifty. They'll put in fifty. You yeah. put in a hundred. They'll put in up to a hundred. So. Go for it, dude. We're going to have a good time with prize picks. Really, really excited about this relationship and would appreciate everybody's support on this. Hey, one other that I want to uh, say is Mushroom Life. Guys, this has been such an amazing thing to watch people say, I'm interested in another form of plant-based medication. Because again, if you use the QR code, it'll take you right to the Mushroom Life website. Last night, I had a friend who was telling me, cannot sleep taking Ambien in the middle of the night, taking Ambien. I'm like, dude, no good. You shouldn't do that. That's terrible for you. There is a mushroom life product that is designed for sleep. I've got all these products sitting right here next to me. All these mushroom life products, this one right here, mental energy. This one is immunity shield. Um, they've got a product just specifically for people who can't sleep and Browner who can't sleep has told us a million times, not only does it help him sleep, but he wakes up and he doesn't have that, that feeling, you know? So go to mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You get 50% off your first purchase. And for everybody that's watching as we're just starting this show, if you haven't done it yet, you haven't tried it yet, do it. Because I was telling this friend last night, I'm getting you the Mushroom Life sleep product because you got to get off the ambient. All right, let's start today's show. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Tuesday afternoon. 
This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. You know, last night, Monday night, was kind of a really sneaky great night of sports television because on a normal Monday night, you expect your Monday night football game. And last night was a really good one. Um, San Francisco, who everybody thinks, is, oh, they're the best team in the NFL. Well, guess what? Um, when you lose to Cleveland one week and then Minnesota the next, are you the best team in the NFL? Or maybe you're the best of what is kind of mediocrity across the board. I personally don't care about the quality of. I just like to watch no matter what. And last night was a very entertaining game. But at the same time, you had a game seven last night in the Major League Baseball playoffs. And you know that the defending champs, the Astros, are on the ropes against Bruce Bochy and all of these former San Diego Padre guys. And they're on the verge of possibly going to the World Series in Bochy's first year. His first year as manager. The career that Bruce Bochy has had is not only first ballot Hall of Fame, it just goes to show you that in any walk of life, you can leave San Diego and you might find more success somewhere else. But I don't mean to get off track. It was a sneaky good night of sports TV. Grande, Brown Man, I'm going to expect both of you guys were watching Monday Night Football. But I also had to have my eyes on baseball, even though Texas was running away with it and blasting away. Uh, still a game seven. And with all of our local connections, I had to put my eyes on that baseball game last night as well. Good afternoon, gentlemen. What up? Good afternoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I see Grande. He rocking that Minnesota Vikings hoodie today, feeling good about his team after beating San Francisco, feeling good about his team after Kirk Cousins put up the big numbers last night. Talk to me. Um, Trent Williams is the MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. That was a different team yesterday that the Vikings faced. Huh. And I tell when I tell you, when I tell you, Brock Purdy was wide open in both those interceptions. Like, what I mean wide open is he was not under pressure. Huh. So I think the Vikings defense did a fantastic job, except that one big play on Christian McCaffrey. Very surprising. And now, unfortunately for me, is this. Through six weeks of the season, I was team tank. Like, that is what I wanted. That is, I think, the, the best possible outcome for the future of this organization is to be as terrible as possible, get the best quarterback in the draft possible, and then move forward. Unfortunately for me, now through seven weeks of the season, and then winning two of their last three, and not, in the back of my head knowing we're not we're False not hope. first pick bad. You know, we're not first pick bad. Correct. This is the this is the this is what the Vikings do. They'll have a, a year where they'll win the NFC North. And then the following year or two, they'll win seven or eight games. And I think that's unfortunately where we're headed. But the same thing I say about the Rams, I can say probably more about the Vikings. We're spicier. We go to the Indian food restaurant and they ask you what level spice you want. The Vikings are higher up than the Rams, in my opinion, because I just think overall they they just have more than the Rams do. What number do you ask for when you go to that restaurant and they give you the zero is the, yeah, Mm -hmm. zero is the, you know, mild and 10 Mm -hmm. is the ultra spicy. What number do Mm -hmm. you go with? I always go seven. I like spice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't mind a little nose drip. I don't like the, the burning of the mouth. I can't, I can't even talk spice. Yeah. So I'm always at around a seven. I was uh, early in my uh, post divorce life and I went out on some date with some girl. I don't remember 
who she was actually, but I do remember us going to some, is it a Thai place? Is that where they offer that Thai food places? Yeah. That, yes. And she, she lived in PB and, um, actually now I remember remembering who she was. She lived in PB <laughs> and, um, and so she said, Hey, why don't we go get Thai food? So she and I went to this Thai restaurant in PB. Um, if I had to really try and nail it down, what's that famous sushi place in PB? Um, Oh gosh. Anyway, whatever. I think it was kind of right next door. Um, and I don't mean like the beach side of PB. I mean like the, the far East end of PB, you know, like right by the five freeway, uh, by the original Rubio's there's a famous sushi place. Anyway, whatever. Oh, I had no idea. Oh yeah. I know the Rubio's that you're talking about. Yeah. That famous or that first Rubio's that started there just a little bit South. There's like a kind of a famous sushi spot on the, on the East side. Um, and I think there's a Thai place next door. So this girl says to me, Hey, let's go get Thai food. So we go into this Thai restaurant and we sit down and the guy says, you know, what, what number zero being the lowest and 10 being the highest. I'm like, ah, yeah, I guess maybe like a seven, Eh, seven. I want a little spice too. "Eh, I guess a seven guy brings it, dude. Could not eat it. Killed you. It was dude. And, and you say like a little nose drip, Mm -hmm. nose drip is one thing. The back of the neck sweats from spicy food. Mm -hmm. That's not good. The excess saliva. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the sweat was dripping down my, the and she ordered like a three, you know, and hers was delicious. And my mm-hmm. seven was, you couldn't eat it. You mm-hmm. could not eat it. And dude, the sweat was dripping from both sides of my neck, then down like my ears sideburn area. And yeah. I'm like now in this restaurant with this girl, I barely know. And dude, I'm like, I'm puffing off my head with like a napkin. I'm wiping my neck off, dude. Like I just got done running a freaking marathon. I'm trying to get this girl to go back to her place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweaty, disgusting mess. Yeah. I don't think the Vikings are going to leave you that way. I really don't. I do think that they will spice you up a little bit in certain games. Uh, yesterday was by far the biggest surprise of the season. They're supposed to beat the Panthers. They did. They're supposed to beat the Bears, especially with Tyson Bajan. They did. And so yesterday, I think it was surprising to everybody. And to see primetime Kirk look legit was surprising to everybody, probably against that defense. And I think the 49ers defense, because Nick Bosa looked like Joey Bosa last night, where was he even playing? I didn't see any sort of pass rush going on. So I think the Niners defense got a little bit exposed the past two weeks by the Browns and by the Vikings. Um, I still expect them to win the West. But as far as my mentality goes, I am now forced to root for wins and make the postseason. Yeah. Because we're, 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 we're way out of the first top five pick. So that's where we're at. I think Philly's the best team in the NFC right now. I know everybody's been saying San Francisco. I think Philly's the best team. I think San Francisco is probably just a little notch behind right now. I think Detroit, after their beatdown at the hands of the Ravens, is a notch behind. The, the Cowboys are probably just yet another notch behind. Um, and the Cowboys are going to take on the Rams, which you know I think the Rams are kind of way far behind, like middle of the pack. So, but, but again, who knows at this point? I mean, we're, we're seven weeks through and, um, again, what you may have thought about this league two weeks ago, you probably think very differently right now. Yeah. Week to week league. Yep. Big Brown. It is a Tuesday afternoon. It is the tip tonight of the NBA season. We're nah, nah, in. nah. Stop all that. We ain't doing that yet. We ain't doing that yet. Oh, we I, ain't doing I, that yet. I, I was just setting up. I was just setting up today, bringing you into the show. I was just setting up. Hell no. Hell no, fam. Hell no. I'm not going to let, you know, see, this is why I'm called racist on this show. This is what I'm about to say right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Time out. 
time out. You're, you're buffering. You're breaking up. Mm-hmm. It's like being on a cell phone call. With I want to hear you. Yeah. It's like being, on, this. like being on a call with your mom. You're like, Hey ma, yeah. Hey ma can't hear you, man. She's still yapping away. Still. You might want to even leave and come back. My dog. Um, uh, right now, you Browner. Oh yeah. You're terrible right now. You are you, awful. Right you now. look like, like a Motorola razor. You're filming your phone. Like an old school Motorola razor. Yeah. Not the new leave one. and come back. There you go. Yeah. That was bad. Boy, he was just very bad. Where, where, I'm just curious before mm-hmm. he comes back in. What do you Brock think Purdy. he's going to Brock Purdy? He's about to crap all over Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy? Yeah. You know what he's I been don't saying forever. Like, but you know who? But who, he he makes it seem like you and me are like these Brock Purdy supporters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not on the Brock Purdy train. I mean, I I think what he did last year is interesting, and I think the fact that he made the Niners believe that he's like QB one and that they could release or trade their first mm-hmm. round pick that had all this, you know, you know, supposed talent, but I'm not like here to get oh, into a, I mean, he's not going to do to me what he does with Cooper cup and with uh Shohei Otani. I'll tell you that right now. I ain't, okay. I ain't having it. I ain't having What's it. What's up? What's up? You, got, we, we're, you we're, sound we're, good. You sound you good. Sound you sound good. Great. You're, yeah. you're coming back. You're coming yeah, back. You don't, yeah. But we, we were both just discussing what we think you're going to say, you know, about, about what subject since you shut down the hey tonight's a tip off of the NBA. Now I'm gonna get to that. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> we're, we're curious. By the way, by the way, that thing Shout snuck out. up. That thing snuck up on me hard, dude. I had I no know. idea there was I, basketball today. What? Are you serious? <laughs> no clue. Is you a Laker fan? <laughs> no clue, man. It didn't sneak up on me. I've been. It didn't sneak up on me, man. I've been waiting. Okay. I, Yo, get, I looked at scores the, today. I was like, what today? Dude, where, where you get that Vikings hoodie? You get that from like Marianne Doe or something? You get that from her collection? This guy, wow. Why? Wow. That's this is a Viking. This isn't a Lakers hoodie. This is a Vikings hoodie. I said, Mary, isn't Marianne Doe like the Vikings fan that the, the Chargers are paying? Yeah, but I'm a real Viking. I watched last night. All right. Well, it's, it's October. Very... Why is that? Anyways, it? Browner. Go, go ahead. ahead, Browner. We have no Whatever. idea what you're going to say, but but yes, first uh, of all, Alex made a prediction. First, first of all, before yeah. I get before I get to what I want to talk about, first I got to shout out prize picks because that's going to make the season way more lit. I already got two bats in the cannon ready to fire, but we'll get to that at another time. Well, hold on, right well, no, hold on. Bro. Hold on. Nah, hold on. You, you, you mentioned our sponsor. You mentioned our sponsor. Okay, you mentioned them. You know what? They're giving it away tonight. Did you did you do the whole uh, Steph Curry? You know Curry? I took the free one. You know I took He's going to score a point, bro. I mean, Steph Curry tonight, all he has to do is score a point, and that is a win for you on prize picks. Bang. So for those of you that are watching and listening, um, well, for those of you watching, use the QR code that's on the screen right now. And for those of you that are listening, go to prizepicks.com slash greatfriends. And you can get matched. Like you put in a hundred bucks, they put in a hundred bucks. You put in 20, they put in 20. They'll match up to a hundred dollars, a hundred percent of your first deposit. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. And thanks to everybody who yesterday hit me up and were like, awesome, new sponsor, want to support, want to play the game, tell me what to do. Prizepicks.com slash great friends are using QR Steph code. All right, Curry Brown. Scored his lowest point score were 15 last season. So there yeah, you go. So he's he's scoring one. My man gonna get my man gonna get over a half a point, mm-hmm. period. And I got LeBron to go more than I think twenty five. They got LeBron at twenty five, so I got LeBron over twenty five. So those are my two bets for tonight. Before I start doing my seven leg NBA parlays, okay, like like uh that that movie had Kevin Garnett in it with uh you know Adam right Sandler, gems, right? yeah, yeah, the Gemstone you know, movie, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just another white that. guy that looks the same as all the other white guys. Adam Sandler, him. To my point about everybody looking the same. Yeah. Your boy looks shook last night. 
Who that? Y'all know who I'm talking about because I hit y'all on the text last night. So while I was gone, I'm pretty sure y'all was like, oh, I know what he going to talk about because you know what I'm going to talk about because y'all gave this man a parade, said he was Joe Montana and all these other things. And he looked like a seventh round pick now. Two weeks in a row. So it wasn't cold. It wasn't snowing. It wasn't raining. The ball wasn't wet. It was nice covered. It was comfortable, good football, indoor weather. The man looked average. The system couldn't even save him last night. Does, and this is what I'm saying. Y'all want to be doing these seven-round picks. Y'all want these Tyson Bajants. Y'all want these Brock Purdy's. Once the league get film on them, league got film on them now. He done gave y'all, what, 10 weeks? 10 weeks? League got film now, baby. They know what he can do, know what he can't do. The system couldn't save him last night. The Vikings defense is terrible. They just blitz a lot. That's it. That's it. They got Daniel Hunter. He's a great pass rusher. Other than that, they just blitzing you. They just blitzing you. And my man looked shook last night. Mad shook. Mad shook. So welcome. Welcome to all y'all who gave him enough flowers to throw a parade on, on after World War II. Whatever that, whatever that what? war was when what? it was in New York. And it was like the ticker tape parade. And all the stuff was falling from the sky. And people was kissing in the street. And it's like iconic kisses where they bend all over the lady and they kiss her. Mwah. That's what y'all was doing to Brock Purdy. Y'all were bending and kissing. Mwah. That's what y'all was doing to Brock Purdy. Now y'all kissing down. Huh? Huh? Get out of here with that. Average, bro. Average, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Average. Gone somewhere. Well, Gone well, somewhere. All right. Here's what I'll say. You ready? Um, There has been this, like, opinion that Kyle oh. Shanahan is such an amazing coach that no matter who the quarterback is, it's really immaterial because he's so well, that's great. His that's his opinion. Yeah, yes, I, yes. I'm not. A, yeah. I'm not of that opinion. I, I'm, not, I'm on. I'm in the Kyle Shanahan fan club. Well, I'm, I'm fanboy number one for Kyle Shanahan. Point well, all not. your fingers to me. Yeah, I'm not. And and I think that if you're saying now that Brock Purdy was a lot of hype last year because of his immediate winning percentage, mm -hmm. then yeah. I mean, you take away a seventh-round draft choice in his second year who's come off a pretty big injury, you take a guy and you, you take away his best offensive lineman and you start to remove key components from the skill position guys and you go, you know what? Um, maybe it is him sort of managing a game as opposed to putting a team on his back and winning a game. But all that being said, I've been sold on Kyle Shanahan is so great. He could have Jimmy Garoppolo. He could have Trey Lance. And he mm -hmm. could have a seventh-round pick. He could go and he could turn around Sam Darnold. He's such an amazing quarterback whisperer. I don't believe that for a second. And it doesn't surprise me at all. I'm not sure it's about film or about him being shook. But there was a reason that Brock Purdy was not a first-round pick. Now, Correct. This, these are two games. So I'm not about to row. bury. Okay, but I'm not about to bury the guy. I just but, think when you look across the league, it's very, very simple. Players make the league. Coaches can enhance the players, but players make the league. Look at the Ravens when they didn't have OBJ, they didn't have Rashad Bateman, they lost their running back, and Lamar was coming off the first injury or like he's you know getting back into the swing of things. Ravens look like ass, and now that they're healthy, all of a sudden they're like AFC favorites. You know, look around. You take away Cooper Cup from the Rams. They went from Super Bowl to they didn't even make the playoffs. Take away Tom Brady from the Patriots. Now everyone's saying Bill Belichick ain't even a good coach. So players make the league. When the 49ers lose Debo Samuel and they lose Trent Williams, who's probably the best left tackle in the league, 
It's going to make a difference. I don't care who the coach is. Like, it's going to make a difference. I'm not telling you that that was a great performance by Brock Purdy because it wasn't. He was Mm -hmm. very, very accurate besides those two throws. Those two throws were one of the some of the worst throws you'll ever I mean, see terrible. in football. Like yeah. they're terrible. So all I'm saying, I do not buy into the Kyle Shanahan hype. I also don't buy into the Brock Purdy hype. I think that the 49ers, John Lynch, has amassed so much talent that they just happen to have a very, very good team that highlights everybody's good to greatness. And and there's no money being spent currently on quarterback. Or let me rephrase that on starting quarterback. There you go. There is no, you realize that Brock Purdy is making, I want to say $850,000. You're the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, the NFC favorites, and you're making $850,000 point being that they don't have to spend $45 million on a quarterback right now. Money is in other places. I'm telling you that John Lynch is smart enough to have looked at Pete Carroll and what Seattle did when Russell Wilson was early in his career, and he's trying to find that same formula. Not intentionally, by the way. He didn't come up with this game plan. It sort of fell into into his lap because Trey Lance was a guy that they – that's who they banked on, and it didn't work out. What you saw last night is why they banked on Trey Lance because they saw the the massive amount of upside and went, if we can get this kid to work in our system, then we wouldn't we don't need to have the entire team be good at every position. We just need that position to be good. And with Brock Purdy, you need every position to be good. Right, and but not also the quarterback just, position. But, but wait that's a second. Point. But but wait a second. Trey Lance never was good. Well, we don't know that. Well, no, no, no. That's the fact. He, he was he hurt. Was, he he was hurt. Stay healthy. You're not good. Right. So if you're if you're not performing, you're just not good. We don't know if you're good or bad. We just know you're not good. What Again, I will say. All I'm saying to you is this, Browner, that that Trey Lance was supposed to solve a big problem for them. Correct. And he did not do that. Okay. Re- so re- so also now they get to skate. Also, total like side almost like Lynch and Shanahan get away with it because that was such a terrible decision in the NFL picking world. Like that was awful. They gave up so much to get Trey Lance, but because they're so good everywhere else, they get away with it or else they would get slammed the way the bears got slammed for taking Trubisky over Mahomes or the way that, that Jamarcus Russell gets killed or like the other way, you know what I'm saying? Like what they did in the history of top picks in the NFL is one of the worst, one of the worst. If 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 Trey Lance goes to the Dallas Cowboys and he is, let's say he's just as good as Dak Prescott, let's just say that the this will go down as the worst trade since I think it was Herschel Walker, where they trade all these picks for hey, Herschel Walker. Leave us out of this. Yeah, leave I'm the just, Vikings, I, I, leave us I'm just saying. Cowboys. It's Victory Tuesday uh, over here. Okay. I'm yeah. just saying. So I all I all I want to say about the entire situation last night and last week is this. Brock Purdy won. The Vikings are back. Oh, sorry. Seven cases in a row. <laughs> you can't sub him out. You couldn't. You had to get rid of Trey Lance because the dude won so many games in a row. He wally pipped them, but the kid was hurt. He came back. Both of them was hurt, and they just gave the job back to Brock Purdy because he was undefeated. Well, I, I don't. I, I think. The, I think the reason the, they gave him the job back is because they actually think what you think, which is that Shanahan is so great that Shanahan doesn't need a first round talent. Shanahan can get it done. Look what he did with Purdy. Therefore, that's our guy. 
It's also pump the brakes on burying Purdy and Niners because right, it's it's nobody's dude, undefeated in, in the league. Nobody's ain't, undefeated in the ain't league. Ain't nobody pumping. Tom, ain't, ain't no brakes being pumped. Ain't no brakes being pumped. No, well, what I need listen, to listen. I'll tell you right now. I said this while you were gone. I'm not defending Brock Purdy the way I have. You just did. No, no, no. I'm I'm not defending Brock Purdy the way I have defended Cooper Cup. I have not. I am not defending Brock. How Purdy. he do on how he do on Sunday? He had how a really bad Sunday? game, but but does who, that who discredit his entire career? Who you, know had a great, you know who had a good game? I'll tell you who had a good game. Uh, Tyson Bajan had a good game. Tyson Bajan had such a good game that Justin Fields <laughs> Justin Fields will never play another game for the Bears. Stick around. We're just getting <laughs> nice going. Try. Use the prize picks QR code. Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. This is Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. It is Tuesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. As a matter of fact, Alex, could you, for those that are watching on YouTube and on television, could you put up the Seven Mile Casino QR code for us? All right, listen, I, I'm kind of like nerding out on this whole QR code thing. The fact that we can QR code for all of our sponsors to me is super cool. Click on the QR code and find out all the information about Seven Mile Casino. And remember, Sunday, November 5th, in a very organic, great friends get together, Miss Molly from the Chatlins in the YouTube chat has put together a birthday party for Joe Rigby, one of the all-time greatest of great friends. And on Sunday, November 5th, we are going to be at Seven Mile Casino. We're not calling ahead. We're not telling anybody we're coming. This is no station promotion. This is not like, you know, uh, drink specials. This is all of us just getting together like real friends, like the people that we all are. Do we want to get together and watch football and celebrate Joe's birthday? So we'll see you out there at Seven Mile Casino on November 5th. I have a um, very shocking news. Okay. Because, you know, I was just about to go into like baseball and well, that's where Bob I'm going. Melvin story, and that's exactly oh, where I'm going. Oh, and this uh, Bruce Bochy situation in Texas. Oh, because I like how it was reported yesterday. Like, oh, the Giants are going to interview Bob Melvin, and he's the favorite. But you know, they're going to go through the interview. Shut up, everybody. We know what's happening here. Mm -hmm. According to the Athletic, the Giants are poised to announce the hiring of Bob Melvin. Nice. The interview process was swift, <laughs> and they'll announce it like probably today or tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe they announced it by the time people are listening to this. One of the stories um, related to the Bob Melvin situation is that when the Giants asked the Padres for permission to interview Melvin, Melvin apparently said to the Giants, um, I'm not going to just put my name out there for you guys to interview me. Because once Bob Melvin accepts the interview, he's good as gone here. He's gone. He, yeah. he's he's gone whether he got the Giants job or he didn't get the Giants job one way or the other. Let's hypothetically say this. You ready? Bob Melvin goes to San Francisco, interviews with the Giants and goes, you know what? I don't really like the situation. I'm going to go back to San Diego. Once he gets back to the Padres, the Padres front office is like, wait a second. You you went and flirted with the Giants. You didn't like the offer. You didn't like the team. You like ours better. You're staying with us. It's your choice. No, it's not your choice. It's our choice. Look again. We can all sit here and argue this and, and try and put it into historical context. I know yesterday I talked about how A.J. Smith of the Chargers and Marty Schottenheimer, general manager and coach, couldn't get along. And while Marty Schottenheimer put his cards on the table and said, I have a greater resume, Dean Spanos, you should trust me. Dean Spanos was like, you know what? 
I trust the guy that put the team together, not the guy who coached it and couldn't get us into the Super Bowl. I'm going with the guy who built the roster, not the guy who coached the team. We can find anybody to coach the team. Then they hired Norv Turner, and a year later they were in the AFC Championship game. Gates was hurt. LT was hurt. Rivers was hurt, and they didn't win the game. And Junior Seau had his revenge. In That's historical AJ general manager, guy with a better coaching resume, and the owner choosing the GM. In today, in comparing that situation, one of the things that makes it so interesting to compare it is you got the general manager who has the same nickname, AJ. Okay, so that's that's first and foremost. The second part of it is you have a manager in Bob Melvin who has a greater resume than AJ Preller does. So so now if the manager, Bob Melvin, puts his cards on the table and goes, well, I mean, pick me over him. Right now, you're like, yeah, you know what, dude? In two years, here's what I've heard from you. You were on the verge of quitting after year one, but then the playoff race made everything kind of feel better. And at the end of this year, everybody was reporting that you don't like him. He don't like you. You don't like working here. So you know what, Bob? Listen, this is probably a great time. You're going to land softly in the division. We, we care so little about you leaving the Padres and going to the Giants. We're going to let you walk to a division rival. This, you're not going to the Mets. You're not, you're not going to the Braves or the Marlins or somebody back east. We don't even have to hear from you. We're letting you go in the division because we don't want you. And we don't think you pose that much of a threat as the manager of the Giants. Listen, we let Buddy Black walk. Not, not that it was the same situation, but he's been in Colorado forever. He's never posed a threat. You know? So to me, all this talk about he's going to be our manager, we're all good, we have healthy debate. It was all a lie. Of course we knew it was all a lie. And one of the things, I'll just, I'll, this is in the back of my craw, man. I hate craw. when, when, yeah, I hate when, when um, the subject matter tries to discredit the journalists. And I don't even care about journalism. But like AJ Preller saying, oh, dude, uh, that's not true. I don't know who reported that's that's all a bunch of lies. No, it wasn't a bunch of lies. It was true. You don't like Melvin. Melvin doesn't like you. Melvin doesn't want to be micromanaged. You can't help yourself but to micromanage. That's who you are. It was all a big lie. And the reports were all true. But if you don't want to be here, which I don't think he does, I don't think he did, you might as well move on. And now the Padres can do what they've always done which is find their next puppet to manage their team. And maybe it'll be an improvement, frankly. Mm. What do you guys think of all this reporting? Man, let me, listen. Well, I don't know what we're doing with this. Bye. Bye. The guy show he can't manage. Listen, I, I, you know, I don't want to do that to him. I don't want to do that to him. What I will say about Bob Melvin is this. Bob Melvin had a great career managing the Oakland A's. A small budget Small market team, not that the Bay Area is a small market, but what he was working with was more of a small market area, making the most out of what he had. Bob Melvin deserves a lot of respect and credit for that. Bob Melvin, as the manager of the San Diego Padres, in my opinion and mine only, not the show's, mine only, showed that he had trouble managing high-level, high-stress players. Guys who make a lot of money, who don't have to listen to you and go about doing things their own way. In my opinion, it looked as if he couldn't get their ear. It looked as if 
he couldn't get them to fight for him. In turn, fight for each other or either or. Because we saw how this season turned out. You got a bunch of guys on this roster making $30 million a year, and that appeared to be a disconnect between him and those dudes. Because Kim had a great year. Uh, uh, guys who weren't making money had great years. Guys who were making money took them a while to get started, but magically due to the the, the number of games, the, the statistics boiled out for everybody but Manny Machado. So Bob Melvin might be great in San Francisco because that might be more of his speed. This was not. So bad. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait say... to hear what you say, Alex, because I completely disagree with everything you just said, Browner. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. I think this is a this is a terrible. I'll start with Bob Melvin. This is a terrible look for Bob Melvin, in my opinion. Uh, the reports of him wanting to quit, which have been basically verified by everybody after the first season, um, wanting to quit midseason in his first season. Um, I would say I agree with Brown a little bit that I do think that the stage was a little too bright for him. I will. I do. I think that that's a little evident. Whether that's because it was all on him, I don't think we'll ever know. I really don't. Right. What, I, what I mean by that, though, is was if he was allowed to manage his way and he still quit, that's an even worse look mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. If he was micromanaged and he wasn't allowed to manage his way, he still quit on you and he still left. And he's got a lot of talent on paper. Uh, so I, I think this is a bad look for Bob Melvin, and I fully expect him to go to San Francisco and be a postseason team for the next three years. Huh. Um, See, I will say this, though, as a whole, mm -hmm. and this is what I started saying midseason when this thing got into the gutter, mm -hmm. was this organization needs a reset. That's my word for the week. It needs a reset. That's yeah. very Brandon Staley of you. That's, it's very, right. li that's, uh, that's very little BS. Are you, are you going I've, to dye your beard? I don't have to. <laughs> no, you should make a little gray in there so you look a little nah, older and a little more I like, sophisticated. I like, like, I like to like, look like not little my BS. age. I like mm -hmm. to look not my age, but the other way. You know, Brandon's yeah. trying not to look 37. I mm -hmm. I don't mind looking 30. So mm -hmm. um I just think that this whole thing is we're gonna have a redo now, right? So it's like Preller gets manager number five, technically six. Preller gets to have full control. And you know how I feel, so it's like what <laughs> I'm obviously not happy because he's still here. I think he's I think he's more of the problem than Bob Melvin was. I'll that's say that. exactly what my point is. And that's why I say I disagree with you, Browner, is because I, I believe that you say that he managed a small market, small budget team well. Mm -hmm. Agreed. The numbers bear that out. Correct. But this team he couldn't reach because you've got a bunch of superstars making all this money and he has no authority. Mike, my answer to that would be, that's not going to change. You have multiple superstars who are making fu money, correct? And and you have another one who's on the verge of making that, be it with the Padres or elsewhere. I also think the roster is not going to be as good next year as it was on paper this past year, and that that by the way might turn out to be a good thing. Believe it or not, I mean having less could actually equal more. But it's it's not a guarantee, hardly. In other words, if you don't have Soto at the midpoint of the season, if you don't get Blake Snell back, if Hayter leaves, which I think all three of those guys are probably gone, your roster, gone. Your, your roster is definitely not as good as it was. 
So listen, to me, uh, here's my only point, okay? I know a lot of people feel this way. You don't want to be here? Get the F out. That's what Correct. Bob Melvin is doing. He did not ah. want to be here. We all understood that, okay? But my only point is this. A.J. Preller, it has been reported. It has been investigated. And him telling everybody what a bunch of lies it was tells you how true it really was. A.J. Preller is a micromanaging dictator. And if you don't do as A.J. Preller tells you to do, you are not long for the Padre organization. They went and got, I'll even go so far as to say, stole Bob Melvin from the Oakland A's. Why? Why did they go out and ask for a, an experienced manager? Because we all were complaining that they were hiring puppets and that the puppets were doing whatever they were told to do because they were inexpensive and they were first-time managers and they just wanted that job and they'll kiss whatever ass they have to to keep that job. They went out and got a real manager and that manager had his wings clipped or his nuts snipped or whatever it is you want to say. That guy could not manage the way he wanted to and there were too many egos and too many dollars in that locker room. So guess what? Go hire another manager from inside your organization and as long as you have A.J. Preller there, he'll argue, yeah, but now we're all on the same page. I would argue that as long as A.J. Preller and his micromanaging dictatorship remains in control of the Padres, I'm of the opinion you will get the same results next year. Totally. See, and I and, and this is going to be great because now we have two people on polar opposites of what we think will happen next season because I think a lot of it was these guys trying to figure out how to do this together. And when you're trying to do that, you need a mediator, you need a mixer, you need somebody who's, you know, the straw that stirs the drink. And Bob Melvin should have been that, and he wasn't that. A player in that locker room should have been that. No one was, to my opinion, even though Joe Musgrove spoke like he should have been, and he wasn't because there was dysfunction in there. And by the end of the season, everyone was admitting that. I think this team is going to be successful next year. Because if you hire within, if you're saying now the micromanager has full control from top to bottom and it won't be interrupted, at least there's a direction. At least now there is a way. There's no disruption. You don't have to turn. You don't have to lean. It's a straight line to so, who the issue is. So the next then like we're stuck with Preller, Scott. It is what it Correct. is. Like I'm cranky about it. I'm not gonna be less cranky about it moving forward. In fact, I think I'll be more cranky about it. But I will say I sent you guys the Kevin AC article this morning for one reason and one reason only to see if you mm -hmm. read it the way I read it, mm -hmm. because it, the, the headline was Mike Schilt is the favorite to take over for Bob, Man for Bob Melvin. He's already in the organization, but there's also Ryan Flaherty, who uh, is, is also a possible candidate. And the way I read it was this way. The way it was posed by Kevin AC in the UT was this Mike Schilt, very close with Fernando Tatis Jr. Ryan Flaherty. Very close with his former Machado. teammate, Manny Machado. Yeah. Who that. are they going to pick? And mm -hmm. that's the way I read it. Mm -hmm. At least that's the way my drama-filled, loving brain loves to loves to read things. I like to Jerry Springer things up a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's like, who are they going to choose, Manny or Tatis? Well, that's – and there – now that's a super interesting point okay. because of this. And I need 10 seconds. I'll be right back. Okay. all I, I said this all along. There is a power struggle inside that clubhouse. And that power struggle could be Tatis versus Machado. Some people thought it was Bogarts versus Machado. But isn't that interesting? 
that one guy's super close with this player and one guy's super close with this player. And one of those two guys, the players are going to get their guy. And that's going to piss off the other guy. I'm just, listen, I'm just saying this to you right now. My opinion, as long as AJ Preller is the general manager of the Padres, the results will remain about the same. They have talent. They have made it to the postseason a couple of times. They have not been able to finish the job. They don't have the energy around their ball club. I'm talking the players that I see from Philadelphia, that I see from Arizona. They don't have the fight and the resolve and the resistance that I see from Arizona. They don't have what I see out of, out of Texas where you're down and you've lost all these home games and you got to come back and do it on the road. Is To me, it's no different than being a quarterback in the NFL. Right, if you're a starting quarterback for 10 years and you don't sniff a Super Bowl, go get a new quarterback. If you're a general manager in baseball and you've been given all these different iterations of how to build a baseball team and you don't have anything to show for it, go get a new GM. Let me ask you a question. Because I mean, this show is based on questions. Question? Question. How much influence mm-hmm. do you think Bruce Bochy has had on the Texas Rangers organization from a clubhouse perspective, from a dugout perspective, how much influence? Okay. Mm -hmm. Scott, your opinion is all of it too? Oh yeah. I think he's had a tremendous impact. Okay. So you're under that same umbrella. Mm -hmm. You don't believe that Bob Melvin could have given these current players Mm -hmm. some of that? Correct. That's correct. That's correct. I don't believe that. And you want to know why? I'm going to explain to you why that is. Because you see, Brown, before you became a Padres fan, and I always talk about my Padres scars. You blinded by them. You're like a woman who's been in too many bad relationships. You don't know a good one when you win them, so you sabotage. Dude, Bruce Bochy was the manager of the Padres. And and Chris Young was a, a pitcher who, by the way, wasn't a superstar. He was kind of on the on the rise, and the Padres cultivated him. And Nick Hunley was a catcher. And Will Venable was an outfielder. And and these guys understood who Bruce Bochy was because they played for him. Well, guess what? Now they run the front office, Chris Young and Nick Hunley. And they're like, what do we do? Do we micromanage him or do we let him do what he does? The difference is, the difference is, is that the history between A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin is not the same. So rather than A.J. Preller saying, here's the keys, do what you want to do. A.J. Preller micromanaged Bob Bob Melvin. So what I'm getting at is there's two different philosophies here. The Rangers are like, Boach, do what you do. The Padres are like, do what A.J. Preller says. Overall, there's a there's an overall, and this is very clear, and this is where like Browner could be right. I doubt it because I don't believe in the gym. But this is where I think in baseball, there needs to be alignment between the general manager and the manager. There just has to be. The philosophical things have to be exactly the same. That's Correct. why... Perry Manesian kicked uh, Joe Madden to the curb. Joe Madden's one of the best managers in baseball, supposedly. Like Correct. Bob Melvin was supposedly kicked him to the curb, brought in Phil Nevin, didn't work. You know, and then you look at the Rangers, who basically did the exact same thing the Padres have done, which was spend huge, be top five payroll, and get an experienced manager that supposedly aligns with the general manager, and it's all going to work out. Only problem is they do align in Texas. They don't align here, and this is the situation. So that's why I say Browner has more chance of being correct if he gets the manager that he aligns with. But 
history has proven it doesn't matter who the manager is. AJ Preller is a problem because this is manager number five. All this I'm is saying manager is, number two. <laughs> if we're going to credit what is what the Texas Rangers organization has done, because they got a bunch of guys that get along from top to bottom, you have to ex you have to expect that if the the stars align here in that same way, you will get a better result from the players and the product on the field. I think your issue with AJ Preller is that you think that he's dishonest. All no. general managers in no. professional no. baseball. No, no, no. He's been here for 10 years and he's done nothing. Yeah. And I'm the not, two years uh, that he did do something, he had Bob Melvin as manager who he just kicked to the curb. Yeah. Oh, listen, and, and again, you're 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 not hearing maybe he maybe he warming up. Maybe well, he got his stride. Yeah, yeah. Listen again. I don't like to give general managers time to warm up. No, uh, you, and warm up 10 is years. Year one or ten two. years. One. I mean, some, come hey, on. some cars take a little while to get going. Why would I accept that? Because you broke this only car you can afford. Oh, I didn't know Peter Seiler was broke. I didn't know this was the only car he could afford. We all right, listen, let me do this. On the seats. Let, me give a, let me give a quick shout-out here to our guy, Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. For those of you who have been longtime listeners, you know, Gary just celebrated his 20th year in business, and he's been with us practically the entire time. And right now, it's really slow in the housing world because there's very, very low inventory, and interest rates are high. In fact, San Diego was just called by U.S. News & World Report the most expensive city in the country to live in. So look, right now is a great time to take advantage of Gary having the time to lend you advice. 858-376-1299. Alex, you might be able to put the QR code up on the screen. That might be really fast for everybody. Mm -hmm. But you use the QR code and it'll take you right to his website, mountaintrustrealty.com. So use that QR code, visit Gary, talk to him because it is a complicated time right now in the real estate world. Stick around. A lot more to get to. Let's get back to Bruce Bochy and all of his success since leaving the Padre. Hey guys, I'm buttoning in here in the middle of the show. I just want to mention a few of our great sponsors because without these guys, we do not get it done. Seven Mile Casino. Hey, um, I'm getting a lot of people asking me what's going on on Sunday, November 5th. Here's the situation. You're all invited, okay? We're, we're just taking the place over. They're going to have no idea what's going on. We're not calling ahead and going, hey, can we get some special deals? Hey, you know, can we get some drink specials? We're going to go down there. We're going to enjoy the best brunch in South County at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. We're going to probably play some hands of blackjack. I can't wait to play. Um, and we're going to watch football games. And we're there because we're celebrating Joe Rigby's birthday, one of the all-time greatest of great friends. And way to go. Shout out Miss Molly in the live YouTube chat. She organized this whole thing. So for those of you that are asking me the details, there they are. Sunday, November 5th, 10 a.m. football game kickoffs. We'll all be down there. See you guys down there at Seven Mile Casino. While down there, I'm going to stop by California Holistics. As a matter of fact, today I'm going to Tory Holistics. Uh, I'm going to go swing by and see our friends over at Tory Holistics. And Alex, we have a we have a QR code. There we go. QR code there is, uh, first of all, our code, discount code is amazing. So when you're ordering for online delivery, use amazing. You save 20%. When you go into the store, use amazing. You'll save 20%. If you just want to go to their website, you want to see what products are available, just use that QR code right now. Tory Holistics, California Holistics, you're saving 20% when you use our code amazing. Speaking of codes, listen, I'm going to mention these guys over and over and over again. They're our newest sponsor, PrizePix, prizepix.com slash great friends. And tonight, they're making it real easy to win. One point for Steph Curry, and that is a win for you. So if you want to start a, a PrizePix account like I have, Alex has, Browner has, um, we're getting ready for the NBA season, and they're giving you a free win. 
prizepicks.com slash great friends. Use the QR code right over there. Use the QR code and, and you're going to set up an account and they'll match up to hundred dollars, your first deposit. So if you put in 10, they'll put in 10, you put in 20, they put in 20, et cetera, up to hundred dollars. Come support. Cause this is a really big deal for the show. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. And lastly, uh, just a quick mention of our friends over at Mushroom Life, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You're saving 50% on your first order. If you're taking prescription pills for sleep, to get your dick hard, to uh, concentrate and focus at work, whatever you're taking prescription pills for, there is a plant-based alternative and you're saving 50% on your first order at Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com. Back to the show. All right, great friends. Hey, it's Tuesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. Whether you're listening on traditional, terrestrial, old school radio, you got in your car, you turned on 1090. Yeah, we're still in the house. We are still broadcasting on the 1090 frequency on AM radio, but you know where to find us. YouTube is our home base. And that's where the live chat is going on right now. That's how the Seven Mile Casino November 5th Sunday football viewing party all came to be. It's the community of chatlins that are there in YouTube for everybody that watches on television, Cox, your view, whether you're in San Diego or anywhere in between San Diego and Santa Barbara, we're all over TV at night between seven and 8 PM. And for those of you that listen on audio podcast, audio podcast, we're glad you guys are here doing it on your own time. So um, if you're just getting with us, we started with Monday night football. We moved into the Padres and Bob Melvin expected to take the, the uh, San Francisco giants job. We were kind of trying Oh, it is official. Well, um, the UT now has a giant headline: Giants hire away Padres manager Bob Melvin. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, there you have I it. guess it. I guess uh, basically the the interview was, mm -hmm. "Hey, come talk to us and don't say anything that's going to dissuade us from what we already chose." You know, like mm -hmm. that decision was already made before even talking to the guy. Yeah. So. I figure the Giants look at Bob Melvin and they're like, you know what, man? If he was able to to do what he did with the Oakland A's. He should easily be able to do that and more with our roster and our ability to spend. Um, okay, well, then why didn't he do that with the Padres? And that's the entire conversation that we've just been having. Was yeah. Bob Melvin neutered by A.J. Preller? And can A.J. Preller hire his next right-hand man, the next Andy Green, the next Jace Tingler? Can he hire that guy? And if you're going to tell me, well, look at the guy he's got right now. Uh, Alex, you could put this up on the screen from earlier from the UT. Um, the, you know, Mike Schilt. The, hey, Mike Schilt for three plus years, he was the manager with with you know the 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 St. Louis Cardinals, and they were good. And you know what? Um, Mike Schilt is a guy that that he's not Andy Green and he's not Jace Tingler because he's already got managerial experience. Yes, but he's mm -hmm. the next AJ puppet. I'm going to call him a puppet. Wow. The next the next AJ disciple. Wow. If that's what you want to call him, yeah. I mean, whatever you want to call he the guy, to, he gets to join AJ's prestigious list of Jace Tingler and Andy Green and uh, Pat Murphy. You know, like he gets to join well, that Mount Rushmore of of incredible AJ Preller disciples. Well, look, well, this man. Well, okay, well, y'all throw this man his flowers if this works. Yo, hundred yes. percent. Okay, and, and, I, and dude, Preller I've said it well. a million times. I've said it a million times. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I just know I'm not. I know AJ Preller. I, I listen. I will say this: if, if the Padres win the World Series next year, or or even in the next three years, I will say, look, in 2023, after that disaster of a season, I believe then 
that AJ Preller should have been fired, that he'd been given long enough to, to make it work. He's been given multiple iterations of how to build a team. He's been given the, the total leeway to hire managers. He went with inexperienced guys. It failed. He went with the most experienced guy. It failed. Look, it, it, it kind of gets me back to where I wanted to go here. And that's Bruce Bochy. You talk about giving somebody their flowers. Bruce Bochy, there was a time when he was managing the Padres and was winning division titles. And the fan base here wanted and, and expected a little bit more. And I took phone calls morning after morning after morning for years on the radio. Fire Bochy. He doesn't have the energy. He doesn't get in their ass. Bochy doesn't, he doesn't motivate anybody. Fire Bochy. Well, guess what? Anybody who back then said fire Bochy, just admit it. You don't know jack squat about baseball and you don't know anything about clubhouse dynamics because Bruce Bochy is a first ballot hall of fame manager. And guess who Bruce, Bruce Bochy was back in those days with the Padres. You want to know who he was? He was Bob Melvin. You know why? Cause he had no money. He had no roster and he in the late Kevin towers, RIP, he in the late Kevin towers would build that team with band-aids and scotch tape. But then Bruce Bochy went to the Giants where they actually spent money, and he proved to you that he could do it there too. Three World Series in five years. And if that wasn't enough evidence, it wasn't just pure luck. Look what Bruce Bochy has done in one year with the Texas Rangers. In one year. He's got them in the World Series. And uh, last night, I got to say, man, was amazing. Put put up that slide with Boach's resume, if you will, Alex. I mean, take a look at what a great manager this guy is. And just one other thing, since we were talking about Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller, ask yourself this question. Who would you rather have as your manager? Would you rather have Bruce Bochy or would you rather have Mike Schilt as your manager? Who do you suppose is a better manager? Mm -hmm. I'll take Bochy. <laughs> And doesn't matter. No, I know, but here's my point. Because you get neutered by A.J. Preller. Bruce Bochy would never, with his resume, and I know you just put it up on the screen, it was kind of quick. Would never take would the job. Ne would never work for A.J. Preller. Why do, I have to take, why do I have to take direction from this guy when look at what my resume says? It's not like Bruce Bochy walked in with some giant ego and said, hey, Chris Young, you played for me. Now you general manage for me. I'm the boss around here. Chris Young was smart enough to go, Boach, do what you do. I'll provide you the players. You manage the team. Look at what Bruce Bochy has done in his career. First manager yeah. to win to win uh, LCS series with three different teams. He's undefeated when he gets to the LCS. Amazing. That's incredible. And, and, and here's, here's something else that's incredible. Look at the former Padres that are, are associated, affiliated with this current Texas Rangers team. Boach is the manager. Chris Young is the GM. Will Venable is is he the first base coach? It says associate manager. I don't really okay. know. Okay. All right. Associate manager. Not familiar with Texas Rangers baseball. Okay. Nick Hunley, assistant general manager. And then you have guys um, that, you know, are former Padre players. Ian Kinsler, Austin Hedges, Travis Jankowski. I mean, these are all former Padres that are going to the World Series with the Texas Rangers. Um. If, if Bruce Bochy remains the manager and Chris Young remains the general manager, call it the next three, four, five years, who would you put your money on? The Rangers or the Padres to be more successful over the next five years? I know where my money's going. Padres. Stop. 
You're just doing that just to do it. <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't about? believe that. You don't they got better, believe they, that. They got better players. Who who players do you recognize more? Who's who's a bigger well, star on that team make than Daniel Tatis Jr.? <laughs> I'm just asking a question. I'm asking make a question. Better, How about Corey Seager? I'm asking, is, you think he's better than Fernando Tatis Jr.? He's a better shortstop. Yeah. I didn't ask, oh, do you think he's a better player than Fernando yeah. Tatis Jr.? Yes, yeah, no. I do. Okay. I, I do. don't. Okay. I don't. Well, I, mean, I don't. You know, listen, he's in the World Series. I mean, you know, he, this he, year he he had a like MVP type season this year. So and he's been an MVP. <laughs> Again, like I said, that's my yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah, that's my. I think the Padres will be better going forward than the Texas Rangers. I hope you're right. That's I, I my hope answer. you're right. I hope you're that's right. Yeah, you, you, you act like Bruce Bochy is so awesome. Like he is. All right, then he's not. He's not. He's cool. not that awesome. Cool. I just don't. I just don't see. The... I mean, do you realize that in baseball, Bruce Bochy is like on par with a Bill Belichick? Do you How realize so? that he's on par with like a Nick Saban? How so? How so? Championships? Nobody's on par with those two dudes. Nick Saban's got a gang of championships, and so does Bill Belichick. Okay, who are who are the contemporaries in baseball then? For what managing? Yeah. Don't know. Okay, well, Bruce Bochy is like don't the top know. guy in baseball. He's got. I was with. I was with you until. I mean, Brown. I was with you until what you just said. <laughs> like Bochi is like, dude. You can't lie with the resume, dog. Like I don't know what you're trying to say about that, but the resume is a resume, my dude. He's and you're like, oh, but do it somewhere else. He's done it on three different teams now. He took the that Padres to the World Series. He took the Giants to three World Series, won them. He's now taking the Rangers to a World Series. Uh, and, and it, how do you? So I would just Wait, why, try, try, try to discredit the man. I mean, I'm not, just, I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit anybody. I'm the first. He just said what I always say: do it with another team, then I'm done. impressed. Right. Well, he, he's but the best guy. Impressed. He's the best guy in baseball. And and wouldn't you love to have that guy managing the Padres? The I answer was is of course. About the roster, the teams, the teams going so, so, forward. So, dude, like look, the Padres better going forward. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're. I, I can tell you this. I'm sure you're very, very intimately familiar with the roster of the of the Rangers because I can tell you I'm not. Okay. But when I look at a guy like Corey Seager and I look at the kind of year that that guy had, um, and I look at them making a move to get a guy like Max Scherzer, who you know didn't look very good early, but last night found a way. Um, and I look at their bats. Who's this kid from from the Rangers? Is it Garcia that hit oh, like yeah. five home runs in the last dude, why four don't you, games? Why don't you? You should read up on Adolis Garcia. He's right up your alley, my dude. Oh yeah, I know he's what, like what an underdog guy, him? right? Oh, they he got designated for assignment, got re-signed yeah. on like a minor on a minor league contract, and probably had some help to now be a crazy all-star power hitter because <laughs> that's always in baseball. That's always uh, eyebrow maybe raising. Maybe he talked but, to Tatis. Maybe, maybe Tatis hooked him up with the rub, you know? Yeah. But listen, we can like the whole thing that we do. And I think we do a disservice to the people that watch the show is we're always comparing the Padres to the Dodgers. We're always comparing the Padres now to the Rangers. Cause you're familiar with names there. I think the Padres have so many issues that we don't need to compare because the issues are, are uncomparable. And the issues are roster is not built to be an actual roster. Like the depth chart, you have four guys that's shortstop. And they're all playing different positions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Your your pitching rotation is now non-existent beyond Joe Musgrove. Because do you really trust you, Darvish, coming back at his age from whatever elbow malpractice is happening to them? Do you, do you trust your third baseman is going to be healthy next year after going a big-time surgery that he's needed for two years? Will Juan Soto be here in the future? Who's your who's your center fielder? Nobody wants to play first base, but you need someone to play first base. Uh, Gary Sanchez is probably gone because he play, outplayed himself into a much bigger contract, so now you got to go with Luis Campusano. Like, 
this probably the pod like let's stop wasting people's breaths with comparisons because the Padres have so much problems going forward that we can fill time with addressing those issues. <laughs> but that's every that's every team. That's every team. Like if you're not still playing, you have the same questions that you just mentioned about the Padres. The Dodgers had a fantastic regular season. They are going into the offseason with a ton of questions. So it happens when you lose. Every team that doesn't win has a long list of things that they need fixed. That's the nature of sports and specifically the nature of baseball because there's so many moving parts. Well, I think that's so, that's what Alex is saying is look at how many moving par- parts there are. I mean, we, we focus on the upper echelon of, of pace scale. We focus on Manny and Fernando and Bogarts and Soto and, and Musgrove and Darvish, but reality is is that once you start to lose guys potentially Soto Snell Hater and then you start to look at the other issues that the team has what do you ultimately have you have three guys making 30 plus million dollars and they're all supposed to be stars and three guys just like you always tell me hey two guys in in Anaheim the two best players on the planet cannot carry that team to the postseason these three 30 million something guys they have they just didn't do it and 82, now, and 82 and 80, baby. That's the winning record. What you doing? Oh, yeah. just lost great. They should be proud. So. They what should be doing? proud. 82, 82 and 80. So why they back fire to, the Back to back winning records. Back to back So why they fire the manager? They didn't why'd fire they him. Fire he manager? quit. They didn't yeah. fire him. He quit. Why'd they let him go then? Yeah, why would they even let him? Why would they even let him talk to another team in the division? Because why do you want somebody managing your players who doesn't want to be there? Or why do you want somebody to manage your players who doesn't do what you say? You can frame it however you want. Well, what I'm, I saying, mean, what I, what I'm saying is, right. what I'm saying is, I don't want a guy in my locker room that doesn't want to be in there. Yeah. Can we well, put, I, can we the put it in the? Can we put in the Kaplan and crew budget? I will get a. I will get a press pass to go to uh, Bob Melvin's introductory press conference in San Francisco because I need answers. Yeah. Because I, I know the real story is coming out now, and yeah. I don't think the Giants beat writers care about no. what happened in San nope. Diego. Not nope. one bit. But can Not we? Can bit. we send? Can we send Dennis Lynn up there? Can we send AC up there? Like, can they go to this introductory press conference and really start? Because I know Bob right. Melvin, he's going to sit down with somebody, and I'm not telling you it's he's he's going to he is not blameless here. I want to emphasize, yes, my point. not at all. He is not blameless here, mm-hmm. and I, I, Brown, I really want you to hear me say that. I think what Bob Melvin did is cowardly, and I think Bob Melvin, with his experience in this game and and how old he is as a person, he should have stepped up to AJ Preller and told him this is the way I'm doing it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. But it happened, and now he's gone. And you and and the PR spin. I'm not buying this BS that he wasn't fired. My man was fired. Mm. He's out of here. So you don't let a you don't let a manager who's just led your team to a winning record. Yay! You don't let that manager walk to a division rival unless you don't want him. The only reason that Bob Melvin was not fired directly is because they knew the Giants would take him. That was already given. It was already done. And by the way, if you're going into the last year of your contract and you say, yeah, hey, look, I'll stay, guys. I I need another three-year deal. And they go, nah, we're not going to do that. Okay, well, then with one year left on my deal, I'd rather go to San Francisco where I can get a three- or four-year deal. Hey, Brown, you know what time it is for you, man? You know what you need today? I'm telling you right now, it's time for a little, "Ah." (laughs) that's what I think you need, dog. Yeah. I think it's time for a little mushroom life. You know, Browner, I was telling um, a friend yesterday who has a problem sleeping and uses Ambien and uses Ambien in the middle of the night, dude. Like, I'm not like, hey, why don't you take that before you go to sleep? Oh, because I don't want to like need it to go to sleep. I use it 
in the middle of the night when I wake up and my mind is racing and I need to get back to sleep. Here's what I said to this friend. Browner swears by the Mushroom Life sleep gummies. I said, and not only does Browner have a hard time sleeping, but Browner says that when he wakes up, he doesn't have any of that fog that goes along with prescription pills when you wake up. So I said, if I get you the Mushroom Life gummies for sleep, would you try them? And this friend was like, 100%, hook it up. I will tell that person yeah. they may need a little bit more than me. If you mm -hmm. ambient in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. buddy, you in trouble. You are in trouble. How many? Well, how many? How many gummies? Therapy for that man. They yeah, gonna need. They gonna need three gummies. How many gummies do you take when you're using the sleep gummies? One. Just one. one. And do you know? Do you know one. how many milligrams they are? Because I don't, and I don't really know. I the do difference not offhand. Okay. Offhand, I don't know. So, but you, but you're a guy who's told us you don't sleep well. Oh, what are you taking now? What what tincture are you taking right now? This is sustained energy, as always. Mm -hmm. My two go-to sustained energy. Mm -hmm. And my other, the other one I don't have, I'm out of. So I got to find a way to get some more of those. Which but one is that? Which one is, I hear sustained energy. I got the sustained energy and in mm -hmm. the daily focus, I do two drops of the sustained energy and I do a gummy of the daily focus until I can get back on track with what the other one I had. Cause this one is mental energy. This, That's this the one, one that I was doing. Yes. Okay. We need, I'll, yeah. I'll, hook, I'll give you some with of the, my snatch. With the hand busting jail caps. Yeah. Mm. Shout out. Shout out is right. Shout, Shout out, out, is right. out is Hey, right. I'll tell you right now, the Mushroom Life website, I was on it earlier today. Um, you can get there by using the QR code. The Mushroom Life website is amazing because it really, really does a great job of explaining what all the different mushrooms are and what their medicinal purposes are. Plus, there are a whole bunch of blogs on the site that you can read about um, you know, experiences and what the uh, expected results should be, et cetera, et cetera. And so just go to Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You'll save 50% on your first order. And for those of you that are watching right now, dude, hit that QR code. Alex is showing it to us right now. Scroll down a little bit, Alex. Scroll down to the site. I want to show you what I'm talking about when I talk about the blogs, the blog posts. Oh, this is just our landing page. Okay. I was. This is the landing page, uh, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. But if you just go to mushroomlife.com and you scroll down, you can read all about uh, the different mushrooms, the different medicinal uses. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And it's a local company right here in San Diego doing all this uh, from Carlsbad. Browner, which uh, which gummy colored? Oh wait, Alex is showing us now. Scroll down to the bottom. Keep on rolling. Keep on going. Keep on going. And here we go, right there. There are the blogs. Latest from the blog, and you can just read all about you know what they got going on, and the different mushrooms. It's cool, really cool. A, a plant based medication, dude. Get Shout off out. those prescription pills. Feel Listen, me? If you if you take an Ambien. In the middle of the night, so we're looking at what, two o'clock. That's not. That is. Oof. Yeah, it's not good. Um, hey, back to Bochi for a moment, though. Um, Alex, post game interview, Bruce Bochi on Fox. Can we take a listen to what Boch had to say? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you can. Let's listen in. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me know mm -hmm. when you're ready. Oh, don't. I'm. Don't ask me. You gotta <laughs> ask. You gotta ask Streamyard when it's ready. Oh, Streamyard's not not cooperating, huh? I tell you what, I couldn't be more honored to manage such a great team like this. It, I mean, to, you know, for CY to call me last uh, November, I, I I didn't know if I'd get back in or not. And here I am. I, I know how blessed I am, but I can't thank these guys enough. Ray Davis uh, with his commitment. CY from the get-go had his vision. Here we are. 
I remember, and, I'll never forget Chris Young when he fought Derek Lee on the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Like, two, <laughs> like two seven footers, like right. just swinging at swinging. each other. Dude, I'll, I'll never forget swinging. Chris Young. I, I, dude, yeah. I was, I was the night, the night that Chris Young <laughs> so good. got hit in the face oh, yeah. by a, by an Albert Pujols line drive. I remember my daughter, dad, dad, I want to get cotton candy. Dad, can we get, cause there was a cotton candy guy walking around Petco park. I'm like, honey, just give me a minute here. This guy just got hit in the face and his face is broken and he's bleeding all over the field right now. Just give me one second before we worry about the cotton candy. Okay. And for years, Chris Young, we had a, a life-size seven foot poster in the old 1090 days on the wall. Chris Young was one of the sweetest, most lovable, like guys that you oh, would I remember root for. that poster. And yeah, we yeah. had such a great relationship. Let me tell you how great of a relationship we have with Chris Young. In spring training this year, I texted him and said, Hey, I want, remember an old teammate of yours? I won't say the kid's name. I go, he's out there looking for a gig, man. Can you possibly work him out? He wrote me back, dude, thank you for this. I'll pass it on to my personnel department, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's the sort of long-term relationship we have with Chris. We have with Nick Hundley. Nick right now. Way to go, Nick. Way to go, Nick. I'm going to see what he says. I'm going to do that at the break. I'm going to do it. Way to go, (laughs) Nick. I'm going to do it at the break. I know. (laughs) Amazing. All right, coming up. Listen, um, Next thing I want to get to, you know, the Chargers get smoked on Sunday by the Chiefs. And don't you know that there is fallout? There is aftermath. And leave it to one guy. And the reporters know who to go see now. Go talk to Austin Eckler. Austin (laughs) Eckler hates this team, hates this ownership, doesn't want to be on this team, spent his entire offseason trying to get traded from this team. So if there's one guy... That's going to give you brutal honesty about little Brandon Staley, AKA little BS. That's Austin Eckler. You'll hear from him next. Yo, 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 great friends. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown man. We're coming to you from the seven mile casino studios, seven mile casino.com in this segment couple things I want to get to. First, Austin Eckler will talk you-know-what on the Chargers anytime somebody puts a microphone in front of his face, and I'm here for it all day, every day. Get to that. Also, got to make mention that tonight is the tip-off of the NBA season, and as Alex said earlier in the show, it just sort of crept up on us. But you know what? Our new sponsor, Prize Picks, has not a play tonight. You have to play tonight on prize picks, and I'll explain the urgency in just a couple of minutes. And while we're on, you can put that back up, Alex. While we're on screen, for those of you that are watching on TV or on on YouTube, click that promo or click that QR code and uh, start an account with Prize Picks because they'll match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. So you put in a hundred, they put in a hundred. You put in fifty, they put in fifty. You put in twenty, they put in twenty. However it goes, but you got to play tonight with the tip off of the NBA season because they're giving you a free win. And I will explain a little bit later on, but let's go back to the chargers. So they get smoked by Kansas city. They get beat the week before coming off a bye against Dallas. They're a two and four football team. Alex made what I thought they was survive a- against the Raiders. They barely survive against the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Alex made what I thought was a very compelling case yesterday that Justin Herbert is actually regressing. Now, Time out for a second. Why? Why Why would somebody think that? Well, let's start off with the win-loss record. You're two and four. 
you, you know, you have been a record-setting statistical machine since taking over the Chargers offense, and you have one playoff appearance where you were up 27-0 at half and lost the game. He doesn't have the resume, Justin Herbert, of wins and losses. The resume says he's a win-loss record. He's a below-average guy. But his statistics say he's Kirk Cousins. His, his statistics say he's Phillip Rivers. Guy can put up numbers. Guy doesn't win big games. Guy doesn't win postseason games. Can't bury him. Still early in his career. But now that you're a $50 million a year guy and all that money is going into you, you'll see what will happen over the next few years with the Chargers. That roster will change because too much money is wrapped up in a quarterback. That all being said, yesterday when Alex made this case, and Alex, I'd love for you to just represent it, why you said that 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 uh, Herbert was regressing. Uh, I've, I specifically said he's regressing because of his fourth quarter play. His fourth quarter play, when you look at the opportunities that he has had as the quarterback to in because all the Charger games except the Kansas City game has been a one score game. He's had the opportunity to either put the game away by getting a first down or putting them in field goal slash touchdown range. And he has failed to do so. Basically every game, all six games until we or all five games until week seven. Yeah, and then, I mean, in fact, you had a slide about this a couple of days ago, or maybe it was last week, about the collapses uh, or where they were. It was the Miami game, and then there was the uh, whatever other games they were. I can go back and look. But it was, bottom line, he's not getting it done in crunch time, you know? Yeah. And being shut out in the second half of two of your last three games also doesn't really speak to great quarterback play. So I thought you made a compelling case yesterday that they went out and got him what was supposed to be this hot shot offensive coordinator, and he was supposed to go from really, really good upper echelon NFL quarterback to being Mahomes-ish, Josh Allen-ish. I say it like that. I don't even know if I should put Josh Allen really in that category. Um, Lamar Jackson-ish. I mean, I'm just saying leader of a team with a good record. Since Jalen Hurts-ish. Since entering the NFL. In 2020, no quarterback, no quarterback has thrown more fourth quarter interceptions than Justin Herbert. That all being said, I thought it was a compelling case that he's actually regressing. Again, they went out and got him what was supposed to be a hot shot offensive coordinator, and mm -hmm. he's not progressing. And the team is two and four, shut out twice in the second half of the last two of the last three games, all the picks in the fourth quarter. There's a case to be made that he's regressing. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday that Alex posted a video of us talking about this on Twitter. And one of the comments in the Twitter feed was from, well, Alex and Browner's favorite sports radio guy, the saw hacksaw making his presence felt yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hacksaw left a comment and it, it's always like this, like attempt at confrontation. Now, of course, you're going to know that I can't really read this on my screen, but go ahead and read what the saw said to us <clears throat> on Twitter yesterday after having this conversation about the possible regression of Justin Herbert. Go ahead and read it. You guys know the NFL before you talk about the NFL and Justin Herbert. Think there's an argument coming on this topic on the table. Jeez. Sorry, that is, I had, um, I had to do it. 
that is just so that's like pretty good. That's pretty I mean, good. I don't know why the saw doesn't just email me or call me. Listen, I think you go, should read a saw tweet every day now. Well, he goes like this. I don't know why he does because what he'll do is he'll call me and he'll go, Hey Cap, <laughs> when do you need me on the show to discuss the history of sports radio in this town the way it should be? And I'm like, Saw, if I go to Grande and Brown Man and go, Hey, we're gonna have Hacksaw on the show, and he's gonna talk about the history of sports radio in this town. Like the two of these guys are going to be like, are you out of your mind? Are you crazy? Now, look, there are going to be people that are listening right now. And I guarantee to you, my inbox will be filled with people going, that's a great idea. Why don't you bring Saw on? I just love the like attempt at confrontation. He's not regressing. He's progressing. There's a debate to be had with a topic on the table. It's like, call me and put me on the air. No football before you talk football. <laughs> you better know football. No like football. John Clayton used to say, Browner doesn't know anything about quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, my God. What's I'm freaking bloody brilliant. I know everything there is to know about everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to get me going with that man. Except Why, you have a lot fashion. of experience with that man? No, I don't I don't want none. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, want that. I don't think he wrote that one. No, you don't think so? You think his guy wrote it? His new social media team did. Yeah? He doesn't ever say, you guys. Mm. You guys. Yeah. Mm. You guys. Well, uh, uh, Saw, I know you're listening. Appreciate that. Saw, I know you're watching our our videos. I appreciate that as well. Loma Linda, do you love me? You owe me money, Southern California. Well, okay. You uh, You know who got some strong opinions like the Saw? That's Austin Eckler. This guy don't want to play for the Chargers. He wants this season to be over yesterday. He's ready to leave and go take his talents to South Beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. My man don't want anything to do with the Chargers. So set up the, the clip we're about to hear, Alex. Yeah, post game on Sunday, Austin Eckler was approached by the media to talk about the latest loss to the Chargers. And uh, I clipped the final 16 seconds because the first, you know, it was... I guess he was asked the question, and then the reporter goes, "You know, you took a deep breath, a deep breath there, and you, know, you, you took 20 seconds before you answered." And Eckler's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why what I want to say." And I think in those 20 seconds, he's like, "I want to just tear the world down because he was at." Well, I left the question in so you guys can hear. And are, is there their faith still in what what Brand Staley is? We have no choice, got? right? Is there faith There's more, in what but... Brandon Staley's is there faith in Brandon Staley? And he says, We have no choice, right? Yeah, play the whole thing. And are, is there their faith still in what what Brandon Staley is? We have no choice, got... right? I mean you have no yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, we have faith. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This is our team. Yep. This is who we're riding with. It's all the way to the end. You know, good or bad, ugly. All the way to the end. All the way to the end. Until they fire him. Or until I'm no longer a part of this mess, this is who we ride with till the end. But we don't have a choice, do we? You think he's going to have a secondary press conferences where he calls all these reporters back in to tell them that they misquoted him yeah. and it was taken out of context and he would never throw right. his coaches under the bus like that? Right. No, I don't and think so. Oh, okay. No, I don't think with him. I don't think so. Because here's yeah. the thing. Brandon Staley, um, the reporters are starting to like circle now, like vultures, you know? And they're they're feeling fresh roadkill on the freeway and they're poking at it now. And Brandon Staley is that roadkill and his guts are hanging out all over the place. 
pretty graphic description, as a matter of fact. Yeah, very. And what the reporters are starting to ask him is, so, bro, you're like this defensive guru, or that's how you were advertised, and your defense sucks ass. Like, your defense is pathetic. It is one of the worst in the NFL, and you have a payroll and star players that suggest you should be really good. So here's a question for you, Coach Staley. Is it conceivable that maybe you give up the defensive play calling since you didn't make the adjustments in the first half and Travis Kelsey was wide open all over the place, and yet adjustments happen in the second half, and you know you pretty much shut Kansas City down. Are you willing to head coach and, and decision-make in-game while somebody else is actually calling the defense? And Brandon Staley pretty much told everybody, no, no, I'm the play caller. I, I know more. I know how to operate this defense. I need to do better, et cetera, et cetera. And when you look at the statistics of the Chargers defense, go ahead, Alex, take us through this. This is uh, from the AP. This isn't from this AP, me. This is from the AP, the Associated Press. Mm -hmm. They released a tweet saying, uh, since, the, since Brandon Staley took over the Chargers, the Chargers defense, points per game, 25 a game, 30th in the NFL. Total yards per game, 28th in the NFL. Rush yards per game. This is all allowed, by the way. Mm -hmm. 30th in the NFL. Pass yards per game. 20th in the NFL. Third down conversion rate, allowing 43.5%. 29th in the NFL. 40-yard plays allowed the second most with 37 in the NFL. 50-yard plays have allowed 18, which is the most in the NFL. And big plays allowed per game, 6.5, which is third most in the NFL. God, somebody please re-sign this guy. Chargers, Dean Spanos, Susie Spanos, sister who's suing the team. Yeah. I mean, any, dude, dude, any, anybody, John Spanos, A.G. Spanos, uh, any of you fools, for reals, please, please resign Brandon Staley. He's so entertaining. Yeah, and everybody that keeps sending me this report from Picks and Pancakes Sports, which is like a, a account with 100 people, mm -hmm. like – I have to go verify before I start bringing that kind of heat into the show. Okay. So give me, a, <laughs> give me a second. I see your tweets. I'm getting tagged in them. I'm getting texts about this. I don't know if any of that was three minutes of just complete utter BS or not. So let me look into it today and then I'll address it tomorrow. What are you talking about though? What, what don't I know? L let me address it tomorrow. Cause okay. I want to confirm because if it's BS, I'll still bring it up tomorrow, but at least I could say it's BS. I just didn't have time to okay. go in and follow this dude who made a very nice edited video but has 114 followers and pays for a blue check mark. So I need to go verify <laughs> before I bring up that video. But yes, right. I've been tagged in it. The show has been tagged in it. We see it. Give me a second. God, I, I freaking love Austin Eckler. I got to tell you, I love this guy. You He's like my favorite pearls? charger. Say that one more time. Do you like his pearls? Oh, the Choice. necklace he was wearing? Yes. Oh my God. First of all, the suit that he's wearing or jacket or whatever is like this flowery pattern with this awesome looking collar and it just looks great. He's got this white t-shirt with this pearl necklace, bro. I'm all in on what Austin Eckler is rocking. Yeah, you are, huh? Yeah. I need something like that. I can get that on Amazon. By the way, I was trying to find it. Uh, I was watching. Ah! Brown, 100% uh, I can get that outfit on Amazon. 100%. I'm not saying uh, he got it on Amazon because he got money. Oh, okay. Dude, okay, you can get okay, this on Amazon. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I've seen these say. jackets on Amazon because I bought one of these jackets. Yeah, so did I. For a joke, yeah. I bought one too. I bought a $100 um, suit on Amazon as a yeah. joke costume suit, and it was great. I bought like this glittered like suit top thing, mm -hmm. chromed out. Yeah. What's with, uh, can we, can I just ask one question without Yes, I know what your question is, and I, I'm also, I'm, I kind of got the same question. 
what's with all the men wearing pearls? What's uh? Are, are y'all trying to take that back? Like, I, 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 look it up. I fam. think there's. I think. I think I have an opinion, but I don't know if I'm right. So I'll just keep it to please, myself for please. now. No, no, share, <laughs> save it for uncensored. Yeah, please do me a favor. I don't want to go back and edit anything. Yeah, yeah. Save it for right. uncensored. Let me do this. Let me let me have a minute here, though. I got questions. To to let's let's go in a different direction now. So while the NFL season is now seven weeks in, and we had a great Monday night football game last night, and the baseball playoffs are now headed towards the World Series, which will start on Friday. Just going to depend on who it's going to be. We know it's Texas. Is it going to be Philadelphia or is it going to be Arizona? I assumed it was going to be Philadelphia the whole time, but I got to give Arizona all the credit, man. Those guys got heart and those guys are fighting it out. But can you believe it? Tonight is the start of the NBA basketball season. And you're going to have the, 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 the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets, hosting LeBron James and his new squad. And when I say new, I don't mean like all new. I mean like what they traded for last year what they added in the offseason, and how they've all had the offseason to work together. They've all practiced together. LeBron had his own training camp here in San Diego before they even started the preseason. I mean, now LeBron's got himself a squad, not just a collection of individuals, and they added to the squad. So you've got the Lakers tonight and the Nuggets, and then later on tonight, you got Steph Curry and the Warriors against KD and Phoenix when a lot of people are excited about what – the Phoenix team might be this year. Oh, um, one of them already hurt. So mm-hmm. who that? Who's already Bradley, hurt? Bradley. Bradley Beal. Beal. Okay. Uh, he's a game time decision with a back issue. Okay. But you've got the biggest stars and in Drake. the Western Conference on display tonight to start the season. Mm-hmm. You know. And no um, Hold on, prize picks. I didn't. What you I, mean, nobody? Brown I'm gonna I'm I'm ignore that. Hold nobody cares things. I didn't know prospects. Y'all didn't tell me what KD points was going to be. I got to I gotta double check this because I'm, I'm always going with KD and points. Okay, so Prize Picks, our newest sponsor, prizepicks.com slash great friends. You set up an account. That's the site to use, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Or you can use the QR code that we have on the screen right now. Guys, I know I've been pounding this home in the last two days, but today is the start of the NBA season, and there's a promotion running right now on Prize Picks that if Steph Curry scores a point, one. Let me drop. Let me drop a second. Let me drop a second. Uh, little treat they give you for Taco Tuesday. Okay. Austin, Austin mm-hmm. Reeves, mm-hmm. ten and a half points. I don't know. I'm shaky on that one. Oh no, I think that's a that's a done deal. Austin Reeves is a seventeen point guy. By the time this airs, that's gone. It's a you got so. To, uh, but it is a good to bring up Tuesday mornings. Price Pick does Taco Tuesday, where they always mm-hmm. offer some picks, but it's for like a limited time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So look. So um, put it up on the screen, Alex. If Steph Curry tonight scores a point, because the over-under, the more or less on prize picks, is half a point. They're giving you this free win. They're saying to you, hey, look, if you put in $100, we'll put in $100. And then if you put some of it on Steph Curry scoring more than half a point, which he's going to do unless he doesn't play, um, well, that's an easy win. That's a real easy win. Browner, you yesterday got me excited because you must have downloaded the app and you immediately got into the game. Okay. I had only really been thinking about prize picks as a football tool. You're playing it as basketball. Oh, I love it. everything dog. Yeah. Listen, I'm talking, I'm going to play this thing every day. There's a game. I'm going to be either rich or broke. I just put money down for Austin Reeves, 10 and a half to do more than 10 and a half. Cause the time is going to run out on you guys. So get prize picks so you can know what's going on Tuesday morning. 
And I did find KD. I had to scroll down to the bottom. But I got KD for over 28 points tonight. So we're going to see how much cash I can win. What about LeBron? What's LeBron at? What's his 23 number? and a half. Oh, I, I, got, I got four bets tonight, man. What about Anthony Davis tonight? What is his number on price? 23 and a half. Ooh, I'd say over for Anthony Davis. And I probably would say under for LeBron. I got four. I got four entries. Twenty-eight for Katie. Twenty-eight point five. Twenty-eight and a half for Katie. I got over for that. I got mm-hmm. over for Austin Reeves, and I got Steph Curry. Obviously, more than a point. And I got LeBron for over twenty-three and a half. So I think I'm in good. I'm in good. I'm in but it's not just point. points. It's rebounds. It's assists. You can combo it. You can do uh, defensive. Metrics, oh yeah, the, field goal the, made. You can do yeah. whatever. Because I'm looking at. I'm looking. At Nikolai I mean, Jokic at points, nine and a half assists. That's a, that's a lot of assists for Nikolai I'll do Jokic. you one better. I'll mm-hmm. do you one better. Points, rebounds, and assists for Jokic. Mm-hmm. 48. He going to get that. Total. He's gonna, total. He's gonna, total. Total points. Mm-hmm. So each thing, each one counts as a point. Right. So if he gets 15 rebounds and 30 points and nine assists, that's easy money. Yeah. That's easy money. So Yeah. And, and this is all legal in California, by the way. Which blew so, my mind. Yeah. Because it's a game. You know, it, it's um, real money. Yeah, but it is for real money. You can win, like they say, 25 times your money. So I'm going to say this to everybody. Uh, it's a really big deal for us to be working with a company like Prize Picks. It's a really big deal that the ad agency was like, wait, you guys got radio and TV and YouTube and audio podcasts, and you guys got a great website and, and all this. Guy- we want to work with you guys. And so for us, it's a big deal. We ask everybody to c- click the QR code and uh, or, or just go to prizepicks.com slash great friends. And play the game, and let's have some fun with it, man. Yes, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be watching the game with a little more intensity tonight. That's what I yeah. like. Now every game is gonna be a Chicago Bulls game for me. Yeah. And now you know how I feel with NFL football, like, right? Why? Why am I watching Jaguars right. Saints on a Thursday night? That's yeah. exactly why, Browner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Hey, Y'all um, got me now, prospects. Y'all got me. Yeah. Hey, um, I got to this afternoon. Later on today, I got to run down to our friends down at Tory Holistics. I got to go see Charlie and Doug and uh, the whole team down there because um, I'm pulling a little pop in on them because, uh, you know, hey, listen, it's we're getting close to November. It's going to be Thanksgiving. It's going to be the holiday season. And I'm starting to uh, kind of stock up a little bit because let me tell you something. That's a, a great gift. So I'm already starting to, like, load up a little bit. I'm heading down. Hey, man. Yeah. Well, grab me. Grab me some cans. Oh, the, the uh, uh, drink? Yeah, because yeah, they don't yeah. sell they don't sell the drinks down at in uh yeah. at, at California Holistics. They don't, bro. And I got some of my sex drop Saturday participants asking for that. So oh for reals. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Cross-pollination. Alex, how was your uh, experience? You said you went down to California Holistics the other day. How was it? Yeah, it was great. Uh I have my bag right here. What'd I you just got? went for my I just went for my my huge. What are your sleep my, stuff? Yeah. Perfect. Nice. Nice. And but my service way, is terrible in California Holistics. And I just told him, well, I got the Kaplan code. Amazing. And mm-hmm. she was a new employee and she had like a paper of all the promo codes. She was, <laughs> yeah, I got you. Boom. Yeah. Oh, 20%. Tori Holistics, California Holistics, save 20% when you use our promo code. Amazing. All right, listen, um, for everybody that is on radio, we're coming right back. We're going into Monday Night Football. We're going into a lot of the baseball playoffs. We're going into the Bob Melvin story. Radio listeners, stay with us. Everybody else who's on YouTube and podcast, let's go get uncensored. All right, everybody. Hey, let's get uncensored here for a couple of minutes and hang out together. Uh, first thing I'd like to do is I just really want to thank everybody. I know it's only been two days and I know I've been pushing hard, but everybody who's already clicked on the QR code and opened up a prize picks account. I can't tell you guys how much we appreciate that because, um, listen, uh, when you're Pat McAfee, 
and you got all the support behind you, you, you get sponsors like this through ad agencies. When we're little guys, like we always talk about, you know, just the three of us, dude, it, it's hard work to get agencies, ad agencies to work with you, you know? Um, so this is a big deal for us and we'd appreciate everybody jumping in on this thing. Let's show them how we work. So prizepicks.com slash great friends. That's the website. And Alex will put the QR code up on the screen. We'll leave it here for a little bit and you guys can click on it. All right. So, um, we were talking in the final segment about Austin Eckler wearing pearls. I haven't seen other athletes. Is that like I a have, new trend? Is that new, a new thing? Pearls? I've, seen, I've seen Von Miller wear pearls. I've uh -huh. seen LeBron wear them. Oh. I've seen, uh, I saw somebody else wearing them too. The, I didn't notice it until I saw LeBron doing it. Or maybe I saw LeBron doing it and then I saw Von Miller do it because it caught my attention. Because mm -hmm. normally these guys wear these very nice, awesome like chains. LeBron doesn't necessarily wear a lot of bulky jewelry, but he had a bunch of bulky jewelry and then he had the, the pearls. And I was like, is that like a breast the cancer thing or a woman? The month thing, or and, I, and it wasn't. It wasn't. I think the first athlete I saw wear pearls was Jock Peterson when he was with the Braves when they won the World Series. Like, oh, I think he you're was, right. You're I think correct. he was the first athlete that I saw do it. Hmm. Now I don't know if he started the trend or whatever, but I'm pretty did, sure he did, was the first one that I saw. And I, I now that I think about it, didn't the guy who got ran off the Dodgers wear them too? The pitcher who nobody talks about because he'll sue you. Oh, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah, no, Bauer. The, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 the guy in China. Mm -hmm. Is he in China? I thought he was. Tokyo like, or someplace Japan like that. Japan or something. Yeah, oh, someplace. That, going, that's actually Japan, strikes. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, hmm. you know, whatever. We was all one big lamb ass at one point. I don't get it. I, I would like to know. I would like to know who's behind this trend. Which person who dresses all these dudes is like, you know what's in, man? Pearls. And these dummies were like, yeah, okay, give me some. I don't like it. Yeah, some things could stay with women. I um, I don't have a problem with it. In fact, if I had you some, pearls, get you some. I knew it. I, well, we I go. know. I well, hold on a second. I'm not going to go get some. I might get some fake ones. I guarantee you, your, your girl has some. Well, if she does, I'd rock them. I challenge you. Oh, really? It's a challenge now. Huh? I, ch I challenge. I challenge you. What's the? So let's go with Friday night. Okay. Friday night. Ask her if she's got some some decent pearls, and you wear them out. Um, well, I am probably dressed up in costumes this Friday and Saturday night, probably. So, yeah, rock them. Part of your costume. Friday night, Browner, um, you might want to join me because I will be at one of your favorite places. Where at? Uh, hmm, should I say on the air? Yeah, why the hell not? Um, I will be on Friday night at a place that you like to go to called the Saddle Bar. Where you dressing up? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm coming. I'm down. See how see you twist my arm for that? I'm down. Okay. I got a costume too. Okay. Well, oh, you got a costume, Alex? You uh, dressing up for Halloween this weekend? I don't have a costume yet. Okay. Wait a second. What's Browner have here? I can't even see what that is. What is that? Freddy Krueger. So what I am for Halloween is the uh, I'm the Fresh Prince of Elm Street. Hell yeah. So I'm Hell a combination yeah. between Freddy Krueger and uh, the Fresh Prince. Yeah, keep my wife's name out your damn mouth, or I'm gonna swipe you. Out the dreams. Ugh. Yeah, I swipe you. Shout mm. out. That's what I am. The Fresh Prince of uh, Elm Street. So Friday night, these uh, guys that I know, they have a band called Pseudo, 
and they play like all the rock songs that you know every word to and they jam you know and so they're playing there on friday night and then on saturday night i know uh we've got some friends that are having kind of like a halloween house party so yeah I'm, i can see myself being dressed up two nights in a row friday and saturday night anybody else have halloween plans this weekend uh i do now other than friday friday i'm, I'm uh going to this nothing. now i'm taking my kids i'm taking my kids out so, on Halloween night, or do, do, do no, you no, take no, kids no, no, out no, no. on Halloween night now because it's like Wednesday? It's Tuesday. Oh, uh, uh, no, I would never take my kids out on Halloween because of the things that I've done to people on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, why are you uh, such a during, bad guy like that? Was during the daytime, <laughs> during the daytime, I would take my children out to mm-hmm. uh trick or treat with their little outfits. So, I won't be the Fresh Prince of Elm Street with my kids, though. You taking all four? Not together, separately. Oh, they they okay. party different. They it's party. A, it's different. a th- it's a three in one deal, huh? Yeah, they party different, man. They don't. They, <laughs> they turn they turn up different, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They turn it up. That's yeah. for real. I feel like uh, Halloween. You're either really into it, or you mm-hmm. get forced to be into it by your partner. So either way, you into it. But I'm not. My partner's not into it that much. So it's like I'm I'm like on the outskirts of Halloween. Would you rather Would you rather do Halloween or Thanksgiving? Like if you had to rank the holidays, if you had to rank the holidays, what would be number one for you? They're so different though. If Halloween lands on a weekend, I love Halloween. Let's say they all landed on the best days possible, like Christmas on Friday, so to speak. Christmas number New, one. New Year, New Year's Eve on Friday. Well, Christmas number one, New Year's number two. Where's Fourth of July in there for you? Thanksgiving number three, Halloween number four. I. Fourth of July in the Padilla household is whenever I fucking want it to be because I could just grill hot dogs whenever. You know, Got like you. you drive down the eight, you see fireworks every day. So shout like out to the fireworks show. Yeah. So for me, Fourth of July ain't shit except the day off of work. Um, okay. So yeah, those uh, are my four. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cesar Chavez Day. <laughs> Mexican Independence Day. Where is that at on the list? Five? Cinco de, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Oh, man. Scott, number one holiday. Yep. Give it to me. I would say Yo. number one holiday for me is probably Purim. Yeah, it's like the Jewish drinking holiday. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Little Manischewitz Day? Nah, it's not so much Manischewitz. Uh, but I remember being in college and my my college roommates were all like, wait a second, you're Jewish? What's that mean? And then I was like, well, tonight's Purim. You guys want to go out drinking? They're like, yeah. And then everything, you, everybody's like, we love Purim. And every year they'll like send me a message, happy Purim. You know? <laughs> When is Perm? No idea. Zero idea. I have no idea. Where I'm from, but that's where your I'm favorite from, holiday. No, I just made from, that up. Perm is what you put in your hair. Perm is what you put in your hair? That's a perm. Yeah, well, Man, well, that's a nice perm you got. That perm is slick. Yeah. That soul glow. Yeah. So um, so I'd say my favorite holiday is probably, and this is going to sound weird, it's probably Christmas because I just love the uh, nature of everybody kind of coming together, people sort of slowing down a little bit. Um, family, friends, celebration, happiness. You know, I'd probably say right around there, Christmas, you know. I would that I it for me it's New Year's Eve and it's not even close. Nah, not New even Year's close. Eve, not for me. Nah. Done with New Year's Eve. Yeah, but you're you're done with it, but at its height, it was the best thing ever. I guess maybe there was time. Alex you find when Perm is because I need to put it on my calendar. <laughs> no, I didn't even look, dude. Oh, it looked like you were go- googling when is Perm. No, I'm putting on the Manchester United game. 
Champions oh, nice. League, baby. Nice. Hey, he, Manchester he's, United. He's done. He's done. All right. Dude, Manchester no, United, a... you have no idea. I didn't know this. A friend of mine is like a big wig at, at Qualcomm. He's like, bro, you do realize that like Snapdragon is going to be on the Man U kit. I'm like, no. Yep. He's like, dude, you now realize you have access to Man U? I'm like, no. He's like, you need to come to, and go to a game. I'm like, me? I'm like, wait till I tell Alex this. You know, lose his mind. Uh, I sent you the article when that came out that Qualcomm yep. was taking over Don't remember as the it. kit sponsor. Don't remember uh, it. I sent you the article when it was revealed that it would be Snapdragon on the front Don't, of the Don't jersey. remember it. And and uh, I guess was Man U here and they they were at UCSD. I think you may have said that. No, they, they cheated. Uh, they, they cheated everybody though. Yeah. They cheated. I went they to cheated. the game and I complained about Yeah, it. that they weren't the regular guys. Right. And I went to UCSD mm-hmm. to go to the press conference with the manager. Mm-hmm. So you know all about this already. Yeah, I know, but I've forgotten it because it went in and went out. Went in one sure. ear and out the other. They're in right. Manchester right now. You no, know why Browner? Looks great. Not you know enough why? bandwidth. Don't have enough bandwidth. That's Not why. I got I got to have an external drive. Yeah. Now you want me upgrade. to do shows? I'll gladly do shows from Manchester, England, mm-hmm. anytime, but not from Vegas. Not What's this the particular t- weekend, man. That, that's my one weekend of the fall that I'm actually not working for anything. So I'm oh, just like, dude, that's lame. What's the time really difference? <laughs> don't really care. I know. I know you don't. Yeah. But it's it my one weekend. Oh, nothing. All right. No other side jobs. Nothing. Just. All right, listen, we're out of here. We're back tomorrow. That's the, that's the noise you're going to make when you're that's doing it. nothing? Just fuck like this. Right. Just All right, we done. We out of here. We're back outside. tomorrow. We got to go. Peace out. Much love, everybody.